damned irritating. Every day I've been waiting for that wretched woman, even letting a few buses pass by, hoping she will land up. And every day I finally give up hope and leave. I'm beside myself with anger, irritation and tension. This is my stop for my return journey after work. It's just a step away from my office and the L26 drops me off close to home. One day, I noticed a strange woman staring at me. I felt her gaze and when I looked at her, she changed her puzzled expression to a hesitant smile. But I didn't know her, so I just averted my eyes. This happened two or three times before my bus came and I squeezed my way on gratefully, only to discover her pushing her way up too. Thankfully, in the scrum on the bus, there was no time or place for all those meaningful glances. She got off a stop before me and I was relieved to see her go. But the next evening, there she was again, still peering at me. She'd moved in closer too. I did my best to ignore her till our bus arrived. The next day, I decided that if she was still there, I'd just catch a cab home. I didn't want all this unnecessary staring and avoiding tension in my life. But she wasn't there, and I was hoping the L26 would soon arrive, so I let my guard down, and when I least expected it, she tapped me officiously on my shoulder. I've been trying to remember where we met and I just got it last night. It was at Honey's party in August this year. Do you remember? And in the awkwardness and confusion that followed, I did actually remember. She talked so much and so vociferously that she'd literally silenced everyone. She'd been over-friendly wanting to get everyone happy and cheerful together, which never works. And it had been damned irritating, to put it mildly. And she was off on the same tack now, gabbing her head off right there at the bus stop with everyone within earshot privy to her opinions and embarrassing me beyond measure. After that, my trips to the bus stop were fraught with dread. There was no escaping her gushing Niagara of chatter. I and everyone else at the bus stop soon learnt all about her food preferences, her colleagues, her boss, what movies she liked or didn't like, her children's homework hassles, her husband's health issues, the water and electricity problems in her housing colony. It was a deluge. And I couldn't afford a cab home every day. There was just no escape. On the bus, at least, she had to shut up. It was too crowded. So it was just a few minutes at the stop. But they were a mortal torment. Tuesday last week, I'd had a rough day at work. An absolutely exasperating day. And the thought of having to listen to Miss Jibber Jabber at the bus stop afterwards was more than I could bear. I decided to treat myself to a cab. And providentially, one presented itself almost instantly. I was just getting in when I heard rushing footsteps and felt a heavy hand on my shoulder. What a lovely idea! Let's share. 
it will cost much less and anyway we are on the same route i've had a filthy day today wait till i tell you what happened with that ass maria i tell you i was close to tears i really didn't have the tolerance that day i'd always found it difficult to be nasty but trapped inside a cab in slow moving traffic with her infuriating chatter i must admit i came close to it but that would be if she'd give a person a chance she had this habit of drawing breath only mid sentence so you couldn't cut in without sounding rude so i heard the whole story of maria of course then her shenanigans with her cook and her children's tuition master until i was close to wrenching open the door and dashing out into the traffic walking home if that's what it took to escape the barrage of empty bladder i was reciting my 16 times table ponderously in my head a trick i used to control myself it used to be 13 times but this woman had exasperated me so much that i knew that too well now and had graduated through 14 and reached the 16 times between 164s are 64 and 165s are 80 i heard her say and i knew that this torture would end only with his death so i should nudge it along if i could i caught myself midstream and turned to her my senses were on full alert she was watching me she nodded to assure me i'd heard right I was sitting behind the cabby who turned his music on full volume to drown her out and had evidently not heard thank god I must confess I never reached 165 Zaiti Oh yes she blustered on he'd become a huge bother totally incontinent and couldn't keep down the least bit of food not the driest biscuit or the thinnest soup we were really at our wits end and how many times a day Could we keep cleaning him it's not easy you know he weighed a ton and he didn't like diapers either it was just the two of us my husband and i he took care of all the heavy work but still i had to do so much of it turned my stomach a house smelt of sick and antiseptic and he was so crabby and ill-tempered all the time he used to be even tempered and sweet-natured before i'm pretty sure i must have been gaping at her Who was she talking about? Was she just chattily confessing in a public cab that she'd knocked somebody off? Was I now an accessory to a crime? Had the cabby heard? Should I refuse to listen any further? Should I report her to the cops? But she was off on a tangent again before I could even straighten out my thoughts. I don't think I'm cut out for this ministering angel role. These women are more sensitive but I'm not a very sensitive type and my husband isn't either you haven't met him have you no he wasn't at honey's party that day i remember because i was wearing that black and green dress and he doesn't like it so i usually wear it only when he's out of town i mean what's not to like in that dress it's perfectly smart and it was expensive so i don't want to just dump it he doesn't mind if i wear it when he's not there so with only the two of us to do all the nursing and looking after it was really tough and i reached exhaustion point very quickly so i thought you know 
that an overdose might just be the most sensible solution. It would be quick and painless. He wasn't himself anymore and he was never going to be again and all three of us were suffering needlessly. To say nothing about the fact that I was suffering too. I was cursing myself for opting for the blasted cab. This could never have happened on the bus. Obviously, I'd missed the early part of her monologue and had no idea whom she was talking about. But I didn't want to ask her either because I was too scared to hear her answer and was just staring at her with big, bulbous eyes. I decided not to discuss it with my husband. He was more attached to him, you know, and he might have said no and then... I'd be stuck. But if I didn't ask him and never told him even later, then he'd never know and everything would be alright. Don't you agree? He was already so old and sick and falling to bits. Who'd guess? I decided I should... Oh, stop, 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 stop! She suddenly shrieked at the cabbie. I should have got off earlier, but I can walk easily from here, so don't you worry about me. Now, here's my share of the fare, she said, hastily thrusting some crumpled notes into my hand. It was a real pleasure sharing this cab with you. I enjoyed our conversation. We must do it again so much nicer than the bus. Go home safe now. And she slammed the door shut and was gone. From that day to this, and it's been more than a week, the blasted woman is absconding. I saw her only once as she whisked past the bus stop in a fancy car. She was evidently looking for me at the stop because she waved as she flew past, leaning out of the window in a most irresponsible manner. I've been replaying that monologue over and over in my head, wondering if I'd missed any hint as to whom it was she overdosed. Because I do think she eventually did it, don't you? And still hasn't told that poor sap of a husband. I don't think it could have been a human being. Really, that's not possible, is it? Though it's bad enough, even if it was a pet dog or cat. She was so completely callous and unfeeling. I'm scared to death to hear the end of that story, but I'm also hoping and praying I will get to hear it. Not knowing for sure is nerve-wracking. I've even wondered if she got fed up of my obvious boredom with her chitter-chatter and invented the whole thing. I wouldn't put it past her. She really is the most damnably irritating creature. <laughs>